0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio.
1: The future of radio. The
0: future of radio
1: is here. Funemploymentradio.com.
0: Well, another fucking year has come and gone. So grab your fucking party hat and put that fucker on. We're going to drink a lot of beer and smoke a lot of fucking pot and if you're supposed to work tomorrow better call and tell her to fuck off happy fucking birthday to you all your fucking friends are here and your fucking family too hope you get some fucking action fucking drinking till you spew happy fucking birthday to you well we're gonna go out and hit every fucking bar drinks are on the house yeah you're the fucking star get all fucking drunk and rowdy gonna turn some fucking heads gonna party down so fucking hard we're gonna tear this down to fucking shreds happy fucking birthday to you all your fucking friends are here and your fucking family too hope you get some fucking action fucking drink until you spew happy fucking birthday to you i said happy fucking birthday (laughs)
1: There you go, buddy. Happy birthday. Wow, this is
2: weird starting off a show like that. I think it's been a little while. (laughs) It has been. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler. Here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us on, uh, on this day. On this day. On this last day of June.
1: On this last day of June. Indeed. The closest day to... The date of your, the celebration of your birth.
2: The celebration, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, you mean International Greg Day. Uh, oh, but before oh we get God, there. Oh, I
1: forgot about that. I do that. want to tell
2: everybody, uh, thank you for coming to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. That is a way you can help us out tremendously. If you enjoy this podcast or any of our episodes or pick and choose, whatever, just go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link. That would be a fantastic way to help support I think that's so great, Greg. It's so great. Mm-hmm. That would be a great birthday present to me. If somebody just uh, decided, yeah, the there year, are already
1: lots of questions about birthdays uh, in the chat. We have questions particularly about birthday rules toward you, okay. and the way that you have been celebrating your particular birthday.
2: Okay, well, we've got a lot of stuff to get to. I think today Sarah's kind of uh, running that part of the show, but here's what's here's what's going on. It is technically on July second, according to science, it is my birthday.
1: It sure is. So it- that's going to be this Sunday. That Sunday, is this Sunday. Sunday. domingo, domingo. Sunday,
2: it is my birthday, and uh, of course, you know, I myself adhere to birthday rules. Do
1: you? Because I think that you are blatantly abusing the. I birthday I am not rules. abusing
2: birthday rules, and as we've said before, I was, uh, you know, birthday rules is something I came up with a long time ago, and I, I, really, it's societal rules. I just kind of guided people towards the right way to celebrate birthdays because I found that there were a lot of violations of over celebration of birthdays, and so I think
1: I'm looking at one of the biggest perpetrators right now. Now. So,
2: you know, people that say, oh, it's my birthday month or it's my birthday week and all that stuff. You know, here's how it works. Technically, I am completely in compliance with birthday rules. And I'll tell you why. Because, yes, we did go to Mexico last week. Yes, that was partially because it was a celebration. That of was my 100% birthday. because
1: it was your birthday. Why do you think your friends spent tons of money to go to Mexico so that they could hang out for your birthday? Well,
2: yeah, I mean, and, and those friends are are generally you know that that counts towards celebrating the birthday but at the same time they did travel there on their own so really it's kind of a uh, 50-50 give-give is what we would call on one of those situations. You know, half me, half them. So it's kind of a half birthday celebration Oh, when Greg, you, really you are so shameless. Now, the way, you are awful. <laughs> the way the rest of the birthday rules work is, you know, you get to pick your day to celebrate. You're sounding and, very
1: dictator-y where you're like, all right, this is how everybody else needs to do it, except for me. Like, well, except no, for me. I'm fine.
2: No, I'm just saying, you know, when it comes down to birthday rules, if you follow by the code, <laughs> by the birthday rules code, um, I'm taking a look here uh, in the... Live chat, I've, I pulled it up on my phone right now. My computer's being a bastard. Uh, let's see. No birthday drinks on the so That's a serious birthday rules violation. Okay, yes. there's a lot of misunderstanding. Uh, saying,
1: uh, motherfucker, you had an entire international <laughs> delegation for your birthday. Fuck you, you're done.
2: <laughs> yes, but Keelan was not part of that delegation. So, uh, Wait, so you're ergo, saying since I already... Ergo, Oh, don't even. So you're
1: saying, since I already went to Mexico and participated in some birthday celebrations, I don't need to give you the present that I have hidden for
2: you in the other room. Well, see, but there's no limitation on... I believe
1: that you've expressed several limitations over the years. No, there's as no... As to how much one can celebrate.
2: No, because... And the, res- the reason these rules came about was because of uh, somebody who was over abusing their birthday privileges in that, uh, like, over the course of two weeks, every time they were out, they would say, oh, it's my birthday. But it's, it wasn't their birthday. It wasn't. It just wasn't their birthday.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. So all so, those times when uh, you were getting all the free tequila shots and everything while we were in Mexico – Technically, that was not your birthday. Well,
2: well, that's taking advantage of the situation. You know, that's a then why isn't laws.
1: everybody taking birthday advantage? Birthday commerce
2: situation. laws require that if a free thing is to be given, that it is to be received it by wasn't the birthday eve. It was
1: closer to other people's birthdays that we were with than <laughs> to your actual birthday that we were there for.
2: Well, then that's not. It's not my problem to delegate things for other people's birthdays, or if they decide not to follow. The rules... um, It's being said,
1: this is why you have a punchy face.
2: (laughs) So what I'm saying is, you know, because of the birthday rules and how it uh, interacts technically, you know, this weekend, I can celebrate my birthday again. And since this is the closest show... I'll just make sure
1: to let everybody know that you have already had your free birthday drinks and you need to pay for all of your Mm-mm. own. I will be sure. I, no, will, but I, I have I will it. take that task on. You're welcome. No, if somebody You're welcome. If somebody
2: has already purchased me a free birthday drink, then yeah, they're, they're, uh, their obligations the are complete. The keep saying
1: purchase you a free birthday drink. It isn't free for the people that are spending their money on you. That's you being greedy.
2: Yeah, but it's free for me. So uh, you know, if they, they decide to purchase me a birthday drink and that's already happened, then they have no obligation to do this again. And you can apply these rules to your life as well, uh, to your friends. Don't you know, feel apply free anything that Greg ever says to your life, ever. To reference this episode, you know, if somebody's like, hey, why don't you buy me another drink for my birthday? You can be like, ooh, actually, according to Fun Employment Radio episode eighteen, According to the now
1: friendless Greg Nibbler.
2: <laughs> I have already purchased one so that I don't have to. So that's kind of how that works out.
1: Oh, I'm sure that's how friendships get strengthened. And you're like, no, I'm sorry. I feel like I already bought you one. Oh, Greg, well, how if do you have friends? If somebody's
2: asking for a second one, see, that's where it's being greedy. It's to keep the greed away and actually put some kind of a regulation and standards upon, uh, ergo, the uh, stop birthdays. Stop saying
1: ergo. It doesn't make you sound smarter. Just
2: stop. Uh, the aforementioned rule bylaw 7321 of episode 1822. So that's, that's kind of where we have to get into the uh, specifics of it. But anyway, yes, Sunday's my birthday.
1: Well, that's very exciting. And how old? Uh, how old will we be turning?
2: Oh my God! It's weird to say this now. I mean, I've been like per- mentally preparing for this, but it feels so strange wait, to I hear the, the word th- that's about to come out of roll. my mouth.
1: All right, hang on. Here's the drum roll. Oh wait, whoops, that's not it.
2: From our little sound sounder thing.
1: It was supposed to be a drum roll. Whoopsie. It's probably the
2: one that says drum roll.
1: That's what I just pushed.
2: Oh well, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you then. Okay. All right. Well, here it is. On Sunday, July 2nd, 2017, I will be 40 years old.
1: Wow. Weird. Wow.
2: That is strange to say. That is such a strange number to come out of my mouth. But that's what it is. I've been mentally preparing for it for like three years. So, mm-hmm. But it's weird though now that it's actually here. It's actually a ride. That's true. Because
1: I'm just beginning my mental forty preparation. Yeah, I'm you be should 30- start it. I'm going to be 37 this year. Yeah, that's when you have to start. You have mm-hmm. to start
2: mentally preparing yourself to be like, okay, it's the 30s are about done. Uh, Mr. Jenkins
1: says, Greg, people will try to tell you that turning 40 isn't so bad. Those people are lying to you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It it feels it feels strange, um, but yeah, that's that's what it is. You know, so far so good. We'll see if I uh, you know I've got two more days. Sure so, do.
1: And then you'll be in your 41st year. Wow. That's, that's saying something. That is Well, I mean, you weird. technically have been in your 40th year this entire year. Well,
2: yeah, that's, that's true. Mm. So technically, you're already in your 37th. You should have been thinking about this all year. You're about to enter your 38th year. Yeah,
1: but I'm still in my 30s.
2: Um, yes, on a technical level. But really... Yes, on,
1: no, on, like a, on a math level. Well,
2: I mean, science mysterious On a lifespan mysterious level, ways.
1: yes. It's but, really not that much of a mystery.
2: Me, well, it's one of those things we'll never really solve. But regardless, uh, that, is, uh, that is what's happening. That's what's going on, so the, birthday is, the okay. birthday is arriving.
1: All right. Well, that being said, I did, in fact, even though you don't deserve it, and you have already way over-celebrated your birthday. How do I birthday, not deserve it? You have already way over-celebrated your
2: birthday. I'll, I mean, it's an important birthday. Oh, that's the other thing, part of birthday rules, when you come up to a milestone – year such as this you are allowed some more extenuating circumstances so ergo under Stop the birthday laws uh, i am actually following them pretty much to a T because i'm allowed for an expansive celebration because of the milestone of the year
1: okay well it is a milestone i mean i'm very proud of it's you for milestone. making it this far yeah
2: i, remember, I haven't yet that's true Sunday. you haven't
1: yet i do remember um, when my dad turned 40 and yeah, that's just and, and that's just odd to think about now. And
2: that's what's weird. I remember the same thing for my dad, and I remember being there for the party. And now it's really, really weird that uh, that I am like that's the one that I remember. You know, I was I was alive. I for do too. Days I remember like that, all but... the
1: all like the over the hill thing, like all the jokes yep. and the balloons and oh everything. Oh my god! Yeah, I remember all of that stuff. And I'm like, luckily,
2: forty's the new thirty, so it's okay for me now.
1: That's what people say as they get older. Yeah. That's well, how that's, we all comfort ourselves. That's what ourselves. I'm saying. That's how we That's what ourselves. I'm saying. All right. Well, Greg, even though you don't deserve it, I Why did. Why do you keep
2: saying I don't deserve it?
1: Because I give you the gift of my friendship every day. Oh. So I mean, that should that's like a, the gift that keeps on giving. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's a all year birthday gift. Okay. All but right. let me show you. Yeah. I did, in fact, get you something. So, would you like to have your birthday present?
2: Well, yes, sir. If you'd like to give me a birthday present. Okay. Person, would be... All right. Well, here. Oh, well, I got you a card. You got my there's, card? There's your card. What? There's your card. You it can says, read it out loud. To Tequila Guy. Happy birthday, Greg. <laughs> Love, Sarah. Mm. Oh.
1: The card made me laugh.
2: Let's take a look here at what this card mm-hmm. is. It is a... <laughs> okay, the front of the card is a hot dog uh, standing upright with a mustard mustache and sunglasses on. hmm And on the inside, uh, clearly you are a wiener. Happy birthday. Wow. Wow! And
1: then I wrote "Ha Ha Wiener."
2: (laughs) (laughs) You did write "Ha Ha Wiener." (laughs) Uh, Happiest of birthdays, Greg! You are a pretty cool tequila man. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Sarah.
1: You're welcome. Okay. All right. Do you want that? Reminds me. I want to
2: give a shout out to Jeff uh, from the live show, the Fun Employment Radio Experience. Uh, He got me a uh, flask with Tequila Man emblazoned on it. That's amazing. It is pretty awesome.
1: Okay, are you ready?
2: Yeah, I'm okay. All right. Okay, Greg. I'm nervous.
1: for the I don't know
2: why to... I should be nervous. I'm, I'm, yeah. All right, Sarah's going in the other room. She put something in the green room, and um, what the heck is going on here? There's a giant cylindrical something that she's placing upon the table here in front of me. It's got some kind of a blanket well, over it. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. So what do I do here? Do I uh,
1: take off the blanket and take see, off the blanket see, and take a look? It is. It's,
2: this is large. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's big. Okay, it's uh, okay. there's a big box. It is a cylindrical uh, flower-covered box. Okay, this is uh, interesting. I'm lifting this up. Oh, you got me a hat. I found a vintage Stetson that no looks like... No kidding. Does it fit? Oh, my God, that looks awesome on you. This is badass. You got Tequila Man a hat. I got an actual Tequila Man hat. It's a
1: Stetson, man. Wow. Does it fit?
2: Yeah, I it think so. It looks perfect. I think yeah. it fits. Yeah wow this is cool thank you Sarah you're welcome holy crap so this is does this mean I have to wear this all the time now uh, you
1: probably have becoming to becoming
2: that guy oh well this is good because you know I'm going into being 40 now it's cool for me to wear, dress like this and chicks will totally dig it they'll be like ooh that's a distinguished man like he's seen things that hat actually I looks want him really to good me. so that's how it, that's how that's gonna work out for me this this is cool thank you so much you're welcome you should look have been at, go look at yourself in the mirror real quick no I'll look in a minute I'll look in a minute I'm going to I'm going to imagine it right now. Okay. Wow, this is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I think it fits fine. It looks
1: No, I mean, does it feel okay on your head?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I it mean, doesn't hurt. It's not hurt. squeezing it's your not head, tight. right? No. No, Okay, then that's huh. perfect. Yeah. No, I think it fits just fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, we'll have to get a picture of me with this. We
1: definitely have to get a picture.
2: Uh, wow. Yeah, Thank you. Can you feel the
1: quality? I was so excited about this. I said is it. Yeah, mm-hmm. This is good. Yeah, this is going to
2: help with my new distinguished look for the I ladies. I know.
1: That's what I figured. Yeah. I mean, you are 40, so now it's time to become dapper.
2: Yeah. See, I'll be dapper. I'll have this. I'll have my billowy shirt. Mm -hmm. And then I'll have my, uh, you know, and this will be perfect for like sitting on the corner of a bar. And then ladies will be like, oh, you know, I don't want to deal with all these, you know, 20-something dudes who just don't know anything about life. Look at that guy down there. He's he's tough. He's, he's really exotic. Yeah. And see, and then that'll work for me. It'll work out well for All me. All right. See, and the cylindrical this. box
1: that Greg was doing, I found him a vintage hat box, too, which I thought was Is that was what that cool. is? That's a hat box? That is a hat box, yes. So that's what the big
2: circle box Good, is. Good, because that way I can keep it in there and then it won't Exactly. Then it, it doesn't get squished. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. because otherwise I'll forget and I'll step on it. Yeah. Um, wow. This is awesome. Thank Good. you. I'm glad. Thank you very much, Sarah. You're very this welcome. This is really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look pretty cool, actually. Yeah. You don't have to wear it right now.
2: Okay. Well, I can't with the headphones, but yeah. I want to wear it. Yeah, this is an actual Stetson hat. That's like the good ones, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't even want to know where you found that. Or I'm good. You are good. Mm-hmm. That is really cool. Thank you. You're very welcome. I'm, I'm really excited about that. <laughs> You've got to
1: commit to it, though, man.
2: <laughs> I know. This is a big commitment, though. This is a big change for me if I'm going to commit to that, you know, to like all with all the time. I don't know if I'll do all the time, but I'm definitely going to do some of the time. Yeah. Are you going to do it this weekend? Mm.
1: Do you think for the 4th maybe. of July. Because I don't know.
2: Week- See, this is like a big coming out thing, though, if I start doing this. If, like, I wear this hat now, and I'm excited about it.
1: Well, because but- uh, you don't know a lot about accessories, but I do. No, I know nothing. So, if you're going to wear a hat like that, you also have to wear shoes that go with the hat. Like, I don't have, have shoes. You can't just wear your sneakers.
2: Oh, I don't have shoes that go with it. Mm. So, I'm, maybe I'm not ready yet.
1: Being asked if you look like Burt Reynolds. He sure does. Everybody.
2: I am a lot like Burt Reynolds. A lot of people have said There's that before. There's so many people. Like we're in Mexico. Maybe a, like,
1: oh, it's Burt Reynolds.
2: Maybe Tom Selleck circa Magnum P.I. You know, kind of that. I need the Maybe it's time for, for a mustache. It. it might be time for me to grow a mustache.
1: I mean, like, my dad when I, I remember it's a whole I, new
2: image now. I remember my dad's 40th birthday. He totally
1: had a mustache. Uh-huh.
2: Um, okay. So I should grow a mustache. I'll be honest. I grew a mustache once. Like I've had a beard multiple, multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I shaved it down to just the mustache once, and I was so relentlessly made fun of uh, by my friends that uh, I never did it again. It really scarred me.
1: Rare people look good with mustaches. Yeah,
2: I don't. I, I'm, And I realize it. Our friend Dan Bozik just guy. Uh,
1: just grew out a mustache, some yesterday. Holy fuck, he has never looked creepier.
2: Oh, uh, you mean cop dad?
1: Yeah, cop dad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was our friend Darren was calling him cop dad. He's like, who's the cop dad down there? <laughs> It was hilarious. We, very... we came up with a whole backstory for Bosick.
1: Oh, yes. Well, it's a, it's very few people who can pull off the mustache. Yeah. Greg, well, I, I mean, believe. he can pull it
2: off, but he does look like a cop dad. mm mm-hmm. um, But, yeah, so maybe, maybe I need to do the mustache, the hat. I think uh, I think this, yeah, the mustache doesn't look good, though. Maybe I'm more of a goatee. I don't want to go too far.
1: Don't No, do not do goatee. Come on.
2: Should I do that handlebar uh, mustache thing that connects to the uh
1: No. You the do, I think you could do, like, a handlebar mustache. Like a Sam that's Elliot. a lot of commitment, though. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, you'd have to like. You the have to problem start is now. my
2: chin doesn't really work for it. Uh, it's just. It you do looks have a weak weird. chin. I don't have a weak chin. I don't have like a. I mean, we're not talking about like a John Travolta chin thing. Well, going yeah, that's on a here, chiseled
1: chin. You have a weak chin.
2: I, it's not. A, I wouldn't call it a weak chin. I have a strong nose. I would. I mean, you know, it's. I, I'd say I've got some strong features, but yes, maybe I don't have a strong chin. And maybe I should cover that up with hair. So we'll, I'll figure it out.
1: Yeah, Greg, you should also uh, think about your coming out, the way you just said that, as a hat guy. I think people are getting confused about you saying...
2: Oh, no, I meant coming out as, like, a hat guy. Like, like my unveilment... No! No, no, no. It's for the ladies. Nothing, there's anything wrong with that, but this is for the ladies. Yeah, we need to make that clear. Crap, I'm already screwing this up. I'm already screwing up the dapper, uh, you know, intelligent, intriguing gentleman thing that I was trying to get going on. Well, since
1: there. we are on a journey of self-discovery for you, I did yes. find some uh, facts about people who are born on uh, the same day that you are. Really? Uh, facts about people born uh, Jose on Jose Canseco, 2nd.
2: I know. I, I'm pretty sure well, no, born. I'm not
1: talking about specific people. I'm talking oh. about traits in general. Oh, okay. From, from you people that are born on the 2nd from of From us July. people? I found some whimsical fairy music. <laughs> Hat
2: guy. Oh, Butterman! This will work perfect for Butterman.
1: That's what I figured. Because yeah. like every one of your characters seems to have a hat.
2: Yeah, Butterman can wear a cowboy hat. He can wear a Stetson. It's not
1: even really a. Yeah, cowboy hat. It's not really a hat. cowboy like like a, hat.
2: Yeah, it's like a dapper hat. It's a
1: dapper hat. That's yeah, why I like. This it. would work
2: perfect for Butterman. Yeah, I'm the Butterman. Th-
1: that's a legit hat too. Nobody's gonna look at you. It doesn't. It's like not made out of plastic or anything. No,
2: this is serious. This is serious business.
1: What kind of hat does it, It's a Stetson something. Stetson,
2: or um... Yeah, it just says Stetson. Number one quality Stetson. Yeah, it doesn't even have, like, a specific... Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Awesome!
1: All right, so if you were born on the 2nd of July, then your zodiac sign is a Cancer and you're a skittly crab.
2: Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. likely
1: to be loyal, calculative, and affectionate. Now, some would say... What is you, this music
2: that we have playing here? I,
1: I, I was trying to find some, like, mystical, whimsical astrological okay. music.
2: The hippy-dippy stuff? Just
1: give me... You know what? I'm trying over okay. here. I'm, just, right. I'm doing my mm-hmm. best.
2: All right. I scooted ahead a little.
1: Uh, all right. So you're uh, loyal, calculative, and affectionate. Some would say you own these qualities more so than other skittily crabs as well as a visionary trait. It doesn't
2: say skittily crabs.
1: Yes, it does. Uh, uh, as the July 2nd birthdate personality traits show, you can be adaptable, assertive, Or dominating, Mm. you feel as though you should deal with your problems by yourself. So you're very secretive about certain things.
2: Oh, all
1: right. You must try to be able to relax and (laughs) reevaluate your practical approach approach to life. No,
2: it doesn't actually say that, does it?
1: it, You must try to relax and reevaluate your practical approach to life. You may find within your creative abilities that you have a unique mystical quality. That's why you're haunted. That provides a shield for your compassionate and extremely sensitive nature.
2: I'm not sensitive. Okay.
1: The July second birthday horoscope profile also predicts that although you lack some confidence, you dislike anyone being mistreated as you are offended by any deliberate acts of destructive behavior. Like shit apples.
2: Yeah, I don't like shit apples.
1: Like the Michael Bryans.
2: I don't like Michael Bryans, yeah. Not um, if you're named Michael Bryan, that's one thing, but
1: the cancer birthday personalities are also known to be caring and dependable crabs. You're carrying a caring and dependable crab. That's what Crabs aren't
2: carrying more dependable.
1: According to your birthday, uh, love compatibility analysis as Uh-oh. a lover, cancer individuals are sensitive people. They will love you, take care of you like no other, and do so without complaint or hesitation. Choosing a love mate certainly has its ups and downs. But... I would
2: like to choose a love mate from someone <laughs> well, in this you, bar.
1: Will you be my love mate?
2: That's what I'll do with my hat now, yeah. Oh God! If I'm talking to you, you cannot young, say love mate lady. And wear that hat. I'll be like, "Excuse me, ma'am. I think you and I would make great love mates."
1: Check, love mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So uh, that was you really can terrible. you fall in love very quickly. However, you can spot a phony person a mile away because of your psychic gifts.
2: I do have psychic gifts. I know.
1: Thank goodness for your instinctive qualities because your choices are pretty good. Fair to Midland. I'll agree. Typically, you make a devoted partner. Uh, The astrology analysis for birthdays on July 2nd predicted that uh, that a cancer wants a partner who is equal in the relationship. You seek emotional security. So you are willing to compromise. You love to touch. So expect a lot of hugs from this huggy crab person born today.
2: When I'm drinking, I do hug a lot. That that is true. Mm -hmm. I'm a hugger.
1: Uh, July 2nd birthday personality traits also predict you're sentimental and like material things. Hat guy.
2: Yeah, I do like this hat.
1: Uh, In long-term relationships, you'll put your heart into them. There are times when you could be excessively grumpy or in a bad mood. Did you just,
2: like, write this yourself? No, I
1: swear. I got this from sunsigns.com. Okay. Uh, Linda Goodman. Linda Goodman's awesome. Uh, Those born on July 2nd have a tendency to forgive, but they never forget.
2: That's true. I've got a list.
1: Ew. All right. This is, again, about love mates, this next one. You have a romantic soul and take your time during, quote, Adult
2: time. Ew.
1: As July's second birthday me, meeting. I
2: take my time during adult time. Would you Will like you to be, be my, my love mate? mate?
0: <laughs> be my love mate.
1: All right. So, July's second birthdays also mean you have earned a skill level that is effective in the area of law enforcement or education.
2: I am uh, basically a semi pro private detective with no licensing. So that You're makes a force
1: to be reckoned with. Yeah. You, are, uh, you own great intellectual and analytical skills. You keep your mind on your money, and you're capable of managing. You do keep your mind on your
2: money. Yeah, there's not enough of it. Uh, you
1: are sensible and responsible when it comes to paying the bills and keeping up that credit score.
2: That's true. I do have a good credit score.
1: Most, uh, most are envious of your abil- ability to balance your, jo- uh, your budget, your job, and your friends and family. It's what you do best, balance and organize. That's kind of a swing and a miss right there. I mean, I mean you're organized, but you're not balanced
2: i go the other way around.
1: Yeah. Uh, staying on top of money is easy for you, and you live just below your means. This attitude will almost ensure your financial longevity. Uh, you are in good shape and health. You take good care of yourself uh, with being, uh, let's see, yeah, you take care, of good, good care of yourself. You listen to what your body is telling you and have the ability to laugh out loud. I'll go this contributes me. to your overall health in many ways. However, yeah. Um, You should add a moderate exercise program to your routine uh, to increase your chances of remaining fit. Uh, Because as a negative, you do love sweets.
2: Uh, That's not true.
1: Let's replace sweets with Cheetos and pizza and burritos.
2: Mm, If
1: you can resist the urge and reach for something healthy instead, this will also be beneficial to your healthiness. Additionally, you are inclined to be prone to excessive mood swings. What? Due to your inability to express yourself and keep your feelings on the inside. That's not true. You need to talk about it. You will feel better both mentally and physically. No, I won't. Your birthday tarot card is the High Priestess. This card stands for the need for intuition and making good judgments, wisdom, and success. You're most compatible with uh, people born under the sun sign Capricorn.
2: What's that? When, When are they born? I don't know.
1: This relationship would be caring and loving in all aspects. You should stay away from Aries, however. This relationship, you have zero in common on any front.
2: Who are Aries people? Those are what April. What are they born? April. i got to think who's born in April. Okay.
1: I have a zillion friends who are Aries, but every like person I've dated that's been in Aries, it has just been terrible.
2: Hmm. Okay.
1: Uh, let's see. Your, your numbers, your birthday numerology, uh, your favorable numbers are two. So the first one's two. That number stands for diplomacy, frankness, spirituality, and encouragement. Also, the number nine is the universal number that symbolizes clairvoyance, vision, popularity, and a higher consciousness. So those are your numbers. have a higher and nine. consciousness. Your lucky else. color is rose. This is a joyful no, color that uh-uh. symbolizes energy, vitality, insight, and innocence of red no, and white colors. I like blue. Also, silver. Silver's okay. This is a color that symbolizes feelings of wealth, elegance, and stability. Yeah. Your lucky days are Wednesdays. I kind of
2: embody those three things.
1: Uh, Your lucky days are Wednesdays and Mondays. Your birthstone is a pearl. Uh, Your ideal birthday... No, I thought my
2: birthstone was a ruby.
1: Uh, It could be multiple ones, because mine's a rose quartz and an opal for being a Libra.
2: I think it's ruby.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then your birthstone is a ruby. Uh, So the ideal birthday gift for you would be a bottle of aged wine. That's what it says. Aged tequila. Oh, gross. Gross. I do have one other fun fact, which I actually just came across the story because it just came out recently. Have you heard – so what do you consider yourself to be? Do you consider yourself to be like a Gen Xer?
2: Uh, well, I mean it depends on – I've seen Gen X or Gen Y. Okay. It depends. Okay. I, I've seen multiple definitions. All right. Well, there's this new thing that's happening now. Have you heard of the term called Zenials? I saw something. I saw somebody post something about this. I, it was this, like a new.
1: It's a new thing. So it's a micro generation that I guess exists between the years of uh, 1977
2: and 1983. That's
1: me. And so this That's is across. So it is. So we're actually in the same micro generation called Zenials. So it's spelled X E N N I A L S. Um, because we're kind of stuck between those two worlds. So, uh, so it's defined as a generation born between. Let's see. So millennials are a generation born between 1983 and 2004. So they're aged between 13 and 35 right now. The Wait,
2: millennials starts way back in 1983. I thought that's generation Y. Uh,
1: maybe they just replaced it.
2: Huh. Yeah. That's but then what I, I thought, thought millennials were born in like the 90s.
1: I thought millennials were 90s too. Yeah. I guess mm, I'm I wrong. Know. Okay. <clears throat> so the uh, Gen X uh, spanned another 20 years between uh, 1961 and 1981. So those are Gen Xers, and now they're Xenials. That's a new term to be to describe people born between 1977 and 1983.
2: So, what are the characteristics? What <laughs> what makes that a subset? Let me tell
1: you. So, like the pessimistic like onset of the computer so pessim, or something. Or? Pessimism is a great is one of the main traits of Gen Xers. So this microgeneration is not as tech savvy as Millennials, but not as pessimistic as Gen Xers. We're kind of squished somewhere in the middle. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, so the idea is that the in-between generation between the Gen Xers and the millennials uh, were described as, as optimistic, tech-savvy, and maybe um, sure of ourselves but not overly confident because we had ne- a unique experience. We had a childhood, youth, and adolescence free of having to worry about social media, yeah. not having the internet. I mean we're the last generation to not have had the internet
2: Yeah, basically true. Yeah, that's, like, that's as we true. were growing up. Uh-huh.
1: Um we had learned to consume media.
2: That is weird to think about.
1: Yeah. I mean we, like, we researched the things in ones... thesauruses, in dictionaries. Yeah,
2: in, in encyclopedias. Like yeah. I remember when the encyclopedia salesman that done... here's some old tales from old Greg.
1: I love the encyclopedia
2: en... salesman that showed up. I still remember him. He was this uh guy from Tennessee, but he was traveling around the country. That's what he did during the summer for his college job was going uh door to door out in the countryside of all over the country uh selling encyclopedia subscriptions oh yeah,
1: I remember when we got our new encyclopedias it was mm-hmm. fucking magic we,
2: we I remember when my parents ordered it like you would get like two books at a time because it was on like a payment plan so you get like two books a month or something until it was all filled up yeah then that, that's how you would look things up no, the and then we get like the
1: bonus books like sometimes you get the like the animals yeah. one yeah. and then like mm-hmm. the the planets
2: totally and I read all of those front to back. I read every oh, yeah. single every single book.
1: No, because it was like just full of mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was it was always kind of magical. And so now, tell me again more about the encyclopedia guy.
2: Back in my day, there was a man that came door to door. He did
1: come door to door. There were encyclopedia people who came door to door.
2: Yes, he did. He pulled up in his car out there on the countryside. What were they called? What
1: were the? This was it. The Britannica? world Britannica Encyclopedia Encyclopedia Britannica. Britannica yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember like some of them were divided into like there was like. Uh, they would divide the letters. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, if there wasn't enough for some of the letters. Yeah, like would,
1: the letter It would be like like S-L to like O-Z.
2: Ca- well. Or whatever. more spread out than yeah, that. But we'll just That doesn't really make any sense in any way, sense. shape, or form. But I'll just kind of let you go with that. You got me a hat, so I'm going <laughs> to go easy on you. Uh, but, yeah, you would have basically one for every letter. Some some of the letters you would have like multiple Some books. of them would be
1: very small, like Q or mm-hmm. X. Mm-hmm. Some of them would be very large, like
2: D. Are you or just, S. like, making things up? Like, what are you... <laughs> I just remembered that Are you trying to prove that you know letters?
1: The Q was very thin. So was the X. Yeah.
2: Look over oh. there. Okay, let's see. Okay, I remember so, um, then when the encyclopedia came on a disc, too. When we when we did get a computer, oh, yeah, yeah, you had the CD ROM with all of the encyclopedia on it. Oh yeah, I remember yep. that. That was pretty bad. That ass. was like
1: super high tech. That was almost as exciting as um, when they would have the National Geographic 3D hologram covers. I still got them. I would lose my mind. I was so excited. Still I would have them. stare at that thing for like mm-hmm. a half hour.
2: Yep. I also have the National Ge- Geographic from the week I was, or the month I was born, and I've got the Time magazine from the week I was born. Well, look at you—pretty snazzy. Pretty
1: snazzy yep. stuff. Also,
2: things I will say to the ladies with, when I have my new hat.
1: what are you? So you're going to ask for a love mate, and then you're yes. going to talk about. The I'm encycl- very
2: passionate. Will you be my love mate? I used to have an encyclopedia, and I read it all.
1: I think it's an encyclopedias. It's not just one. Did you have the set? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not encyclopedia. It's encyclopedias. Okay. Why, how does that not make any sense? That's multiple books.
2: I thought it was yeah, but I mean it's Encyclopedia Britannica, so I yeah, guess so that's I just, the name of the company. But I don't. I, do you say it plural? I'm trying to remember this. I have a bunch of encyclopedias. Yeah, okay, I, I guess I don't understand. why that not making sense. I think it's a. I think the set is, is encyclopedia.
1: It is not encyclopedia. Uh,
2: I don't know. I'm gonna have to look that up. I'm gonna have to verify that. I'm pretty sure the whole thing is the encyclopedia. There's books in the encyclopedia. It's not I have encyclopedias that would imply multiple sets of the books. That's how I en- think that
1: encyclopedias. works. Encyclopedias. Why am I even looking this up?
2: I thought the encyclopedia was more just a standalone, like the whole thing.
1: The plural form of encyclopedia is encyclopedias.
2: Well, yeah. Why multiple we- encyclopedias. Oh, my God. An encyclopedia is a oh, set of books. That's how you felt when
1: I was talking about NASA the other day, because this is frustrating.
2: An encyclopedia is a set of books. You can have multiple different encyclopedias. Oh, my God. But the encyclopedia that itself. Is,
1: that's not the way that works.
2: It's being noted, Keelan, uh, in the live chat, com slash live, is saying I should make sure to mention that I have the National Geographic from from 1977 when I'm talking to the ladies.
1: Oh, that's that's really good. Are you gonna let them know? You're like, I just turned forty years young. <laughs> oh my
2: god, I'm gonna delete that from the podcast. That mm-hmm. was terrible.
1: It's like, hi, I'm world. You're worldly now. I mean, that's why aging as a man is easier than as a woman. It's sweet. What do you mean? I it's got a pretty sweet gig. You're not supposed to be that giddy about it. It's unfair.
2: No, I mean, hey, now I'm more, I'm more desirable. Like I've seen things. I've Are done you... things. Are I've been a part of things. Like I have knowledge and mystery. Yeah, I mean, I'm like a, I'm like an encyclopedia of love, basically, right now. Oh, that was a weird way to say that. I didn't really mean to say that. Oh, that That's that way. embarrassing. Maybe that's something else I can. Do. I'm looking for a love. Minute.
1: I think I'm going to take the hat back.
2: No, the hat's part of it now. The hat's part of my mystique, Sarah. They call me the Butterman. God
1: damn it. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Xdella, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. It's hot in here. All right, first up. Hey, Greg, did you own a cell phone, laptop, tablet, or power tool that runs on a lithium ion battery? Yes. Within the past 15 years? Yes. Well, there is a chance that you and you and you can get a piece of a class action settlement that has just been settled for $45 million.
2: How much do you get? I don't know, but I mean,
1: anything is something. So several battery makers have agreed to the $45 million settlement to end a lawsuit that claims they conspired to fix the price of those lithium-ion batteries for more than 10 years. It's fixed-price battery conspiracy theory. Okay. And now we can maybe get some money back from How it.
2: How do I get in on this action? Well,
1: let me tell you. If you lived in the United States during this time and bought a device that used lithium-ion batteries... Or bought replacement batteries. Now this is between 2000 and 2011. Yes. You can make a claim for your share of that money. Now the I device want money. includes uh, the devices include laptops. I like money. Oh, Greg, you, you should say that too. I like money. Want to be my love, mate? All right. So if you bought a laptop, notebook computer, cell phone, tablet, camcorder, or cordless power tools and you had lithium batteries in all or any of those, or one of them, or five yeah. of them, then you can register to try and get some well, of that money. Well, that's what I'm asking.
2: Where do you go register? Let me
1: just finish my story and then I'll <gasps> tell you. Out. No, because then you're going to get distracted and you're not going to be listening, so pay attention. Uh, your share of the settlement will be based on how many of those items you purchased in that ten-year period. You do not need to pr- uh, produce receipts. I purchased a thousand. To prove that you bought them. So you have until November 29th of this year to file them. If you would like a chunk of that money, go to reverse the charge.com.
2: Oh, that's, that's catchy.
1: Reverse forward slash claim dash form. Reverse the charge.com. I go get that money. Go yeah. get it. Go get it. Greg, as a homeowner, I know that you're really not a big fan of having a big water bill, are you?
2: Water bill sucks.
1: I know, I've heard you talk about it It sucks
2: so bad. Yeah.
1: Well, a man who was investigating his extremely high water bill, no, not because he lives in Portland, but he lives somewhere else, he discovered why he was getting charged so much. So he was perplexed by the size of his water bill and eventually uh, decided to set up a camera to see if he could figure out what was going on, only to find out that in the middle of the night, his cat would get up and repeatedly flush his toilet (laughs) over and over again. So his cat, this guy's name is Kurt Coleman, and his cat's name is Crazy Eyes. Now, he set up a camera and uh, began recording Crazy Eyes standing on the toilet's lid and using his front paws to flush the lever over and over again.
2: Pissed off, he named it Crazy (coughs) Eyes, that's why.
1: Right? Uh, This is the reason why my water bill is so high. I finally had to start leaving the door closed, when I left for work. He was doing this numerous times throughout the day and through the night. (laughs) He said also it kind of started to freak him out. When he found out that his cat was the one flushing his toilet. He's like, (laughs) hearing the toilet flush when you're alone in the house can be startling, especially after watching a horror movie. And then all of a sudden you're hearing noises when you're the only person in the house. (laughs) That would kind of freak me out. Good talk, Greg. That's awesome. Are you getting really warm? I'm starting to get the, I'm starting to get the hots.
2: Are you getting the sweats, the vapors?
1: Damn, I can't, I can't sweat. All right, I so got the it, vapors. Since it is, uh,
2: what exactly is the vapors? I don't know. Is it just hot, or it, does it, it mean like sweating? Hot and or what is, what is I technically what do the vapors I, mean?
1: Why are you looking at me? You're older than me. I don't know.
2: Oh,
1: oh, but you're, dude. You won't get the vapors. That's something. I got the vapors. Is. All right, so I was gonna say, like, I don't want to get super sweaty because I will say this. I did talk about it earlier this week. And I am going to reveal what. I, so tonight is the night. If you listened to the show earlier in the week, I was talking about how I'm going to be working at an event in the green room for a famous person,
2: which you are doing today. It was <laughs> one of your side jobs,
1: which I am doing today right after the show. So, because of this, I have I I'm very presentable today. Took a shower.
2: Oh, look at did you. Did my
1: hair, did my makeup, which is melting off of my face, which I want it to stop.
2: Sounds like a woman approaching 40.
1: Oh, you're going to That's how you get slapped. <laughs> Um. Anyway, the person that I'm going to be working for this afternoon, which is why I want to look uh, slightly presentable because it's a very attractive man. I'm working Chris Isaac's green room today.
2: It's Chris Isaac. That is the secret.
1: Chris Isaac, who is in town. This isn't. So he's in town for the Blues Fest. Uh,
2: what a wicked thing to do. Yeah. And I don't want to fall in. Wait, I've got my new hat. Now I can get into the green room.
1: You absolutely cannot get into. The I will
2: certainly fit in with this. You hat. Would, I,
1: I haven't even told you where I'm going to be. I'm not going to tell you. I haven't told anybody where it is. Cause I'm I'll like, figure it out. No, so I'm not going to say where it is. Undisclosed location, but
2: I can narrow it down. Okay, good luck with that.
1: So anyway, I don't want to look super sweaty because what if Chris Isaac looks at me and he's like, "Oh, this cater waiter is the the love I've been looking for." This my is my
2: new wicked life. game. Let's get a walk up. <laughs> Talk about your wicked game. Or just whisper, like, baby did a bad, bad thing. Like,
1: oh, whis- don't say that. Yeah. Don't ever do that. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of, I'm feel super not excited. Crying. I mean, he's, I don't know what he's like. I mean. I don't know. So I I will know after today. We shall see. I'm just excited to see, like, all the people that I work with. If anyone's going to be, like,
2: starstruck or anything about it. I mean, do you get starstruck by Chris Isaac? I, I think mean... so. He
1: has a- Huge fan base.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'd be interested in meeting him for sure. Yeah. I don't know if Starstruck. But, oh, c- 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 Chris Isaac. Like, is it, are you going to be Starstruck?
1: No, I don't think so.
2: I mean, I wouldn't think. No, I mean, we've, I'm working. We've, we've met a lot of celebrities, I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just, I, I'm curious to see what he, it's always neat to see what someone looks like in human form.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He looks like he'd have, like, a really big head.
2: Because most famous people do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I've said it before, Sean Penn has the largest head I've ever seen in a on, on a person.
1: Ron Livingston has the largest head I've ever he's seen. He's got a big head, too. His head was pretty big.
2: Yeah. Sean Penn, since he's so tiny, mm-hmm. I mean, his head, it just looks so abnormally large. It's like a lollipop. It's like like an orange on a toothpick. I mm-hmm. mean, that really is. Or like a lollipop. Yeah, yeah lollipop, yeah. That
1: kind of looks the same as an orange on a toothpick. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of hair, when it comes to hair loss... As men get older, it does tend to fall I out. am doing
2: just fine, thank you.
1: A growing number of men are skipping the pills, creams, lasers, and surgery to try and fill their receding hairlines. <clears throat> and opting What's- for an entirely different solution... By getting head tattoos to fill in the spaces.
2: <laughs> I'm going to show up one day and I'm just going to have this tattoo all the way, like halfway down like my forehead. Like a LeBron? Forehead. Yeah, like halfway down my yeah. forehead. And I won't right. say a word about it.
1: Well, there are clinics now all over the country. It'll be tattooed most notab- to look like curly hair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> most
1: notably, uh, like Charlie Brown curls. mostly concentrated in Scottsdale, Arizona. Well, they're now offering scalp tattoos designed to look like hair stubble. It's called <laughs> Scalp. Micropigmentation.
2: (laughs) Why would you want permanent stubble?
1: Well, the procedure has been around for more than a decade, but now the business is really picking up over the last three years as men are getting more vain. It's becoming more of a mainstream thing, he says. Now, a scalp micropigmentation is designed to give men a short-cropped, buzzed look by blending areas uh, with real hair stubble with thousands of tiny ink dots. Now, the vast majority of the scalp micropigmentation patients are men, but 10% of their clients are actually women who are looking to fill spots in as well along their hairlines. So the procedure involves fi- like extremely fine needles, uh, finer than those used in traditional tattooing. Sounds like spe- Yeah, I bet. And a special ink that's intended to actually fade over time, so you're not covered in like you know black dots forever. Huh. So they uh, for most people, the procedure lasts four to eight years. Prices range depending on the amount of hair loss, but the average man with a horseshoe pattern baldness can expect to pay about three thousand dollars. For the treatment. Okay. Yeah, which is uh, significantly cheaper than hair transplant surgery. Great. I'm giving you a lot of solid information. You I might don't need have not to worry about this right now. Um, which can cost $10,000 to $15,000. I didn't realize hair transplant surgery was so My expensive. hair's doing fine. Uh, other hair regrowth solutions require daily pills or hair cream. So this can fill in when you're you know starting to, like right there, for example.
2: Stop pointing at my head. My hair is just fine. Just
1: like right, it'll just fill it in a little bit,
2: and then it. It doesn't need filled in. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh So blending real hair with stubble and the ink ones uh, takes a level of artistry, and uh, people who have gotten this actually have said that they're very happy with the results. Uh, people, <laughs> yeah, uh, one gentleman who got it said that people compliment him constantly on his nice haircut, even though it's actually tattooed on his head. And I, do I mean, one...
2: you know, everybody's different. Whatever makes you feel better about yourself. But I just think in the end, I mean, you still don't have hair. Is there What's wrong of...
1: with not having hair? Bald is beautiful. That's what I
2: mean. That's exactly, that's what I'm saying. I mean, look.
1: I mean, I dye my hair different colors because I want it to be a different color than what it is.
2: Well, to hide the shame, yeah.
1: What? I don't have any shame. I don't know. I mean, I have shame, but not with my hair.
2: Um... My only problem is if I did do the bald thing is I got a weird head. I have a real lumpy you head. You have a weird-shaped head, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it's I mean, fine, but I've got That a lot wasn't of, what I meant. I have a lot of knobs and bumps and, like, scars on my head. It wouldn't look that good. Okay.
1: All right, so I uh, just want to let you know that's the thing. And finally, the, the, my most delicious story, a New Jersey-based pizzeria is celebrating its upcoming— nat- or not its, but— uh, National Bikini Day. Oh! By offering Wait, is that
2: on International Greg Day, which is July second. July fifth. All of the Gregs. In July fifth. July fifth is National Bikini Day.
1: Well, this pizzeria is now unveiling what they're calling a pizza which is a ten thousand dollar bikini made from real pizza.
2: Wait, why is it ten thousand dollars? I don't know. For a pizza.
1: Wait, the pizza bikini. A $10,000 pizza bikini made from real pizza. So this is Villa Italian, Ki- or Villa Italian Kitchen, a pizzeria chain founded in New York and based out of Morristown, New Jersey. Announced that customers willing to shell out $10,000 can get a custom-fitted bikini for one day only on July 5th, National Bikini Day. The restaurant said that it's teamed up with New York food stylist Jesse Bearden to craft the bikini from dough, which is braided at the top and waistband to keep it in place, as well as 100% whole milk mozzarella cheese, tomato sauce, and pepperonis. They're hoping to sell a bunch of these, I think, because they say each Wait, it's of the, the Italian... $10,000? It seems
2: really ridiculous. Where but, does the money go?
1: Uh, is there a I'm, charity? Well, I don't think there's... That. I think the charity is their pockets. So each, if someone's spending $10,000 on a pizza bikini, they can... Who gives a shit? Like, they can keep the money.
0: Yeah. If someone's
2: willing to spend... Like,
1: if I had $10,000, I would not be spending it on a pizza bikini.
2: I'd pass some debt.
1: So it says uh, each of Villa Italian Kitchen's uh, pizzachinis are fully customizable from uh, choices of toppings like pepperoni, sausage, peppers, and onions uh, to its more personalized fitting to the body type of each customer. So each one-use-only bikini costs $10,000. The cost is because of so. So they say it includes an initial consultation and measurement session, uh, the creation of the customized suit, including topping preferences, and a final fitting. Those interested in placing an order... Can do so by sending a direct message through Villa Italian Kitchen's Facebook page. They say they look forward to providing a unique style to the pizza and bikini lovey, uh,
2: loving public this summer. And they're confident it's going to be a hit. I what, So you can wear it once? You can wear it once and then... And you smell like pizza when you're walking around. And then what, do you eat it? Does somebody eat it off of you? I don't know. Like, how does this work? But everything Who's about it is eat, making me uncomfortable. Eat the... I know.
1: I'm going to guess Would you wear one? No, absolutely fucking not. That's disgusting. I do want pizza, though. The pizza sounds really good right now. I know you do. I can't smell like pizza when I'm serving Chris Isaac.
2: Excuse me, yes, I'm having a lovely time, but uh, the server, the bartender, kind of smells like pizza. Is there anything (laughs) you can do? Maybe? I mean, I feel bad for her, but... I'm wearing a pizza bikini under my... Under my server clothes. Would you like to see my pizza bikini? Chris Isaac, would you like to see my pizza bikini? <laughs>
1: okay, stop. Now you're just making me sound creepy. Okay. There you have well, it. Well, that There's would be creepy crazy. if you
2: were wearing a pizza bikini. <laughs> well, so if I was trip.
1: wearing a pizza bikini, it work. And then I'm like, you want to see my pizza bikini? Chris
2: Isaac, I want to show you my <laughs> pizza bikini.
1: Why are you making me talk like that? Are you you
2: do a bad, bad thing.
1: <laughs> Why are you so mean? <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's that mean?
1: It's supposed to be... It's supposed to be Wicked Games Instrumental, and it just failed me. Oh, boy. Greg.
2: I don't know what to tell you. Mm. Yikes.
1: Oh, I think that's that was by The Weeknd. It wasn't by Chris Isaac. No. No. No, I'm not. Okay, well, is your computer still... Uh,
2: it's out of commission.
1: It's out of commission.
2: Yep. It's sweet, because I've got lots of work to do on it, but it uh, just keeps rebooting.
1: That's perfect. It's
2: good timing. It's very Great good timing. timing. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, also is good timing, this nice weather. Nice weather approaching.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about that nice weather, Sarah?
1: Um, well, I'd like to do all sorts of things in the nice weather. Which one should I talk
2: about? Um, I don't know. I think there's a couple of things that you like the most. Maybe one of those things I've been doing is, a lot
1: of talking, birthday boy.
2: Is when, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to make you talk on your on your, How on dare the show. you, birthday boy. Um, no, I did want to bring up something, though. Uh, it is this, that we have a fine sponsor by the name of Bike Gallery. We sure do. That uh, sponsors Fun Employment Radio and helps us keep doing what we're doing. And uh, you can go to bikegallery.com or go into one of their six locations here in the Portland area. Use the code FUNEMPLOYMENT and get 10% off. We're trying to spread the word about that because I know a lot of people, either you ride a bike or you know somebody who rides a bike, um, tell them to go to Bike Gallery. Use that code FUNEMPLOYMENT. So just use it at checkout or do it online if you're ordering online. And they'll ship anywhere. And you can use that uh, code and get 10% off, even a bike. You can get 10% off a bike if you want. Awesome. I mean, it's a pretty, pretty damn good deal. Yeah, and
1: please uh, let us know if you head there, when you head there. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks to everybody who has let us know so far. Please just, yeah, let us. Yeah, give us let your us info know. And, and then and we'll s- shoot
2: it on over to the owner. And seriously, take advantage of that code. I really use it. I mean, it's it's there to help out everybody. So it's pretty cool.
1: Pretty, pretty cool. Also,
2: I just want to give a shout out and make sure to kind of spread awareness Um, I think it's something important that we, as a nation, we don't celebrate, maybe as a world, that was kind of a unifying factor that we haven't really addressed a lot. And I think a lot of people are still kind of learning about it. And that's um, on July 2nd is International Greg Day. Oh, Jesus Which Christ. is where it's important for you to um, to celebrate the Gregs in your life. And even if you don't know a Greg, you probably know someone who knows a Greg.
1: They're listening to a Greg. They unfortunately and, know a Greg.
2: Well, yeah, I guess you, yeah, you know me. Um, and I'm sure you have other Gregs in your life too, and they're all just as equally important, except for the Gregs with two G's at the end of their name. They're a little strange. They You're still like fall s- under it, but they st- they're still cool. It's like Sarah's without H's at the end. No, they're like uh, cousin Gregs. You know? Well, no, Craigs are more like cousin Gregs. Um, Gregs with two G's are like a stepbrother. They're like stepbrothers. That's kind of how it works. Yeah. Anyway, they're still Gregs, and they still count, and they're still important, Oh, too. thank God. So, I'm sure they um, feel better about that. So anyway, on July 2nd, I would like everyone to just take a second out of your day and just thank a Greg for being Greg. Celebrate the magic that's been brought to you by all the Gregs in the world.
1: Oh, God.
2: You are the worst. Greg Kinnear. That's a famous one. Greg Gumble, Brian Gumbel's brother. Also a Greg. Greg Maddox. Pitcher. That's a, that's a big Greg. Greg Luganis, Also a very important Greg figure, uh, advocating uh, the notoriety of the name Greg.
1: Oh, you're just still talking. A lot of famous Gregs mm. out there.
2: I'm just saying, take time to acknowledge uh, a Greg in your life. On International Greg Day, July 2nd.
1: Thank you, everybody, for putting up with him. <laughs> really appreciate it.
2: Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. <laughs> Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Also, uh, we are taking a couple of days off next week because it is July 4th, and we're heading out of town, and I know it seems like we've been going a lot, but...
1: It is summer. Well, I mean, a lot of people are doing things during the summer. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, uh, well, we mm. put up the best ofs so while we were gone. But I do want to say this. If you are a live subscriber... Oh... Assuming my computer works this weekend, there will be something going up into the archives just for you. And it is the live recording of the awesome. Fun Employment Radio Experience. Oh, I want to hear
1: it. I haven't. Oh, I want to hear what it sounded it's like. It's the
2: live event that we did a couple of weeks ago at the Landmark Saloon. And before this goes out public to anyone, subscribers, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Get to hear it first. So that will be going up later on today. Um, probably by this evening This is uh, Friday, June 30th By this evening it'll be up So look for it this weekend And the way you find that Is just log into your normal account And uh, scroll down there And there's an archive link Right there at the top of the page And you can Check awesome. it out As soon as it is up
1: And everybody have a Wonderful and safe Fourth of July
2: Yeah Oh yeah I Keep forgetting it's Fourth of July mm-hmm. next week too Yeah Oh yeah There's some other birthday Or whatever Nation's birthday Yeah
1: And even though America's Kind of in a state of uh, Chaos right now Still love our country
2: Mm-hmm. Set up fireworks and stuff.
1: Yeah, don't don't play with Roman candles if you have been drinking, and don't point them at people. Yeah, because they will hate you forever and
2: remember your face. Yeah.
1: And please also wish me luck that I don't accidentally drop like a steak knife or something on Chris Isaac.
2: Oh my God, that would be horrible. He's supposed to perform.
1: Oh oh. I am really, Now I'm getting nervous. Actually, this is
2: gonna be like a whole Curb Your Enthu- enthusiasm. Stop moment. it! Fight oh my God. <laughs> You're gonna spill a drink on his famous guitar. Will you stop it?
0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.
2: Excuse me, the server smells like pizza.